two, one. From Boston, Massachusetts, to Adelaide, Australia, and everywhere in between. Talking local and national sports, and just about anything discussed in a tavern. Broadcasting from South Lyon, Michigan. Welcome to Easy Speak at Speakeasy 330 with your hosts, Rich and Tom. We are back. Wednesday. No, it's Tuesday. Oh, it is Tuesday. Yeah, somebody's got something to do tomorrow. So well, I'm just thinking that I'm thinking I keep thinking Tuesday. Or I should say, I keep thinking Wednesday because normally we started kicking this back off on a Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Some, and, you know, with us being gone over the weekend, I've kind of lost track of everything. So, um, yeah, that's it. Yeah, it's Tuesday. God damn. Yeah. It's, it's sometimes days get, get caught, caught up and you, you lose track. But <clears throat> yeah. But here we are a day early and uh, with a little bit to talk about from our uh, interesting weekend we had. Yeah, you know, I, as of late, I mean, we've been spending quite a bit of time together uh, in a very <laughs> platonic way. But, uh, you know, a lot of collaboration between you and I have gone to some of the things that we're working on. And it's just, I mean, between full-time jobs and uh, kids and life, uh, we're going to make it happen. We do got some pretty, pretty cool, neat things that we're going to keep touching on in the horizon. Oh, yeah. Uh, sorry for the people on Twitch, but somehow it just didn't hit up on the uh, the, the Twitch board today. But hmm. the, I think so we, our our uh, British DJ, yeah, the guy with the foot fetish oh. is not going to want to know exactly what well, type of uh, what type of socks I'm wearing. <laughs> that's too bad. He's yeah, exactly. not going to know that I'm wearing uh, um, uh, black Puma athletic wear <laughs> socks today. I got uh, I got Kirkland black ones on, so I'm good. And for everybody that's scratching their head, wondering what the fuck are these guys talking about, uh, <laughs> we had a uh, a viewer on Twitch a couple weeks ago who was from all the way over on, on the other side of the pond, and he wanted to know uh, what made us decide to wear certain socks and what color they were. Probably the most oddest question I've ever been asked in my life, but. Um, <laughs> I think he was really interested in uh, in this guy. Oh, he may have been. He yeah, may have I been. Think he was a big fan of the old giant. Uh, he wanted to know uh, how big a shoe size were. Yeah. Maybe, uh, you know. Shout out to JP. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. What a what a what a weekend, man. I mean, absolutely. Um, I mean, I had a really good time. I hope you had a really good time. Oh yeah, it was. It's always nice to get away and see new areas and meet new people and. We certainly did. Yeah, so drank a lot of beer. Oh my god, uh, I need a break. But uh, and I say that as I as I got a spotted cow, you know. So cheers out to Hesterman. Obviously, it's uh, obviously I didn't need a break that bad, but I took a break yesterday. But yeah, so I mean, just the whole trip. It seems like you know, from when we left in the morning on Thursday, Ohio sucked as it always does. Mm-hmm. It rained from Toledo to Cincinnati. Yeah sucked and that wasn't like it was like a small rain it, i mean no. it, it rained no it was it was a downpour uh, so it, it reminded me of oral roberts for a minute oh boy we'll get into that in a minute yeah but you know got there and then got through um you know got through kentucky and got through tennessee and uh we're making fairly good time but uh you get in north carolina you get on 40 and it's two lanes each way and it's pretty much a standstill we got stuck in traffic for a while. I uh, I started getting pretty pissed off. Uh, the Waze app, which is normally pretty no. spot on almost every time I use it. it yeah, uh, they usually steer you in the right direction. Well, it steered us in the wrong direction because we, yes, took, the, did. we took the detour that they uh, suggested. And then while when we got to the end of the detour, <laughs> we were supposed to get on the expressway. And they had it blocked off for construction equipment. And mm-hmm. at that point, we were about three hours away from uh from our destination and i said well i shouldn't say i said it kelly said why don't Mm -hmm. we stop for the night i said you find a place that is dog friendly because you know we had clyde with us so i'm like if you find a place a doggy hotel that (laughs) that we could take clyde (laughs) we're stopping so needless to say we stopped got ourselves some yingling got him got ourselves a couple um 
we got a, we went to this one store and it was actually pretty good, but uh, you know, we got ourselves some sandwiches, Can you I know. Fix you some sandwiches? Yeah. Oh, what is for? Sandwiches. What is it with you fixing fucking sandwiches? Exactly. Sandwiches it was <laughs> and everything like that. Uh, uh, so I have never used the word sandwich more in the last month than I have in my life. So Friday morning we hopped up, we got ready, we got on the road, we got down to our destination, which is my sister's house. Uh and um outside of Columbia and it really I mean it's in the middle of nowhere Gamecock and, country yeah it's in the middle of nowhere mm-hmm. um but it's nice and peaceful you know she's got a piece of property and um you know her uh her boyfriend of number of years Barry super great guy and uh, you know we got there and they both took the day off work we got there Clyde was chasing chickens around they have chickens around and um that was the last time Clyde was able to chase some chickens around because uh, we had a we had an interesting Saturday morning. It was a chicken massacre. It was a chicken massacre. I woke up in the morning. I, I left to Clyde out to uh, use the restroom, and uh, I look over and I see three pit bulldogs in uh, in the chicken coop. Uh, needless to say, uh, eight of them, uh, eight hens, and one rooster perished. Mm. Um, the uh the law enforcement was there the animal control was there and uh and where was i when all this was unfolding man it, it, this guy right here <laughs> normally he's a guy who sleeps as light as a feather <laughs> i don't know how anybody can sleep through <laughs> two shotgun blasts <laughs> than you i don't i don't know anybody oh, who oh. can except for you uh, well needless to say i needed to sleep and uh, so I missed the excitement. Yeah, yeah. You wake. I up, came in after the fact. Yeah, you wake up and you wake up and you're like, "Hey, how's everybody doing?" Everybody's already changed in their clothes, and you come out and you're like, "What's going on, guys?" We're like, "Yeah, you missed it, man. It was a hell of a morning." Well, I smelled bacon. I knew it was time to eat. Yeah, bacon. Yeah. <laughs> you know, my sister was all you know, very uh, a gracious host and cooked us breakfast and uh, mm. you know everything like that. But yeah, I mean, it was uh, definitely an eventful uh, Saturday. Um, you know, from there. Uh, um, we ended up, uh, going down to a place that was featured, which is in five points in Columbia, uh, a place that was, uh, featured in diners, drive-ins and dives. And we went there and we had burgers. We do have video footage, but we're going to compile together into, into one thing. So maybe we'll put that together. We're going to do our review probably Sunday. We'll yeah. probably, we'll probably feature the review on Sunday, but, uh, I know it was very good. Mm-hmm. Uh, drank more. Unfortunately, uh, it was about five to 10 degrees colder in oh. Carolina than it was up here in Michigan, which was very disappointing. Yeah, you never really have that happen. I think that kind of the damper on some of our tourist destinations. We were to a couple more places, but it was, just it, too, cold. It was too cold. And having uh, Mr. Clyde with us meant we had to be outside and, and it just, it didn't work out. So, and there's nothing wrong with being outside, but it, I mean, it was, it was a, breath of fresh to see so much open compared to us being you know relatively still closed in yeah i don't think there was any kind of uh patience it was no mask you know maybe 70 30 i was gonna say 75 25 on the mask Uh, although i was uh, yelled at by a middle eastern gentleman uh at a gas station made sure I had my mask on. I was in the process of putting it on when I walked through the door. Yeah. And uh, he uh, made sure that I, I put it on, which, you know, obviously I have no problem doing, but yeah. Yeah. And, you know, normally, and it happens every time I go to visit my sister, I normally always come home with more stuff than I took down with me. Yes. So uh, being said, mm-hmm. uh she was gracious enough to give us some uh, memorabilia to hang in the speakeasy. Mm-hmm. Um, she provided us with a Steve Eiserman captain jersey. Yeah, that's nice. That's going to be on the wall of jerseys as well. Mm-hmm. We got a plush foam football from the Sugar Bowl. Yeah. Um, we got that. Um, if you look behind us right here, we have an autographed picture of Dabo. My favorite college football coach, Dabo. So that so that's gonna be on the wall. And that's gonna be like on the wall real close to where 
um, where everybody can see that. Especially one, uh, Mr. Bill. Yeah, Bill. You know, we might hang it up right over top of the Notre Dame flag <laughs> that we got up here. He's all in. He's all in. Dabo. We got a foam finger there, or what looks like a foam finger. Oh, yeah, for sure. So, yeah, we got some good – We got a couple of good things, and, I mean, if, you know, like, I, again, my sister is absolutely a um, – she's an absolute rock star when it comes to, um, you know, making every visit as enjoyable as possible. Um, her friends are unbelievably awesome and fantastic, and just, I mean, some really, really down-home good people. Everywhere we went, we went to a couple of – we, I mean, it was just nothing but, and it, and it goes, it's Southern hospitality. Yep. And, it, and that's what it was. It was pretty much an, an open door, arms open, come on into the house. It's a different world. Hey, go, Hey, go to my, fr- Hey, yep. my fridge is your fridge. You mm-hmm. take, you know, you do whatever, had some good barbecue, uh, you know, barbecue on uh, Sunday. Um, some good pork. Yeah. We can, I mean, and believe me, everything that he they did, threw down. everything he did there, we can do. I think Sean and Mike door. and, uh, Chef Dave would probably be impressed with the spread that they had. You know, and I wish I would have grabbed some pictures of it, but I mean, it was just, it it was, um, it was very good. And I mean, it was just, it was just a great time all the way around from Mm -hmm. top to bottom. Um, I mean, what did you think of it? I mean, really, that's probably one of the most uh, out of the town podunk places you've been in your life. Well, my dad's side is uh, from the flatlands of Ohio. Uh, So there was some pretty podunkish areas down but as far as down in the holler, yeah, I, that that definitely that was, was a, a that was a, a culture shock for me, you know. But the bottom line was everybody was awesome and just like, oh y'all y'all got a podcast? Oh yeah, I want to be on your podcast. Every, everybody was in, everybody wanted to be a part of the yeah, podcast, you like, know. And before we started or whatever, I sent a text saying, "Here's the link. It's going to be up. Uh, get on there, take a look, mm-hmm. hit it, uh, give us a like, a subscribe." Sure. Uh, you know, it, you know, as Pat McAfee would say, it's for the brand. For you know, the, that's for, for the, the brand. brand. Um, you know, mm-hmm. and our brand is iLogic Media Network. So that's that's our brand. You know, and that's and that and we're and that's what we're building towards. We're building towards mm-hmm. something of that. So it's it's building and it's getting bigger and bigger every week. Yeah, and, you know, another thing. It was funny because yesterday when we were driving home, we were kind of uh, uh, jockeying back and forth about uh, about Barry. You know, and Barry's a good dude. I mean, I don't. You know what? I don't care if somebody came and told me he was the biggest piece of poop in the world. It doesn't matter because I know that man and he's awesome. But I tell you right now, he is probably one of the funniest dudes tell you, Bo. ever. Hey, Bo. English, hey, Bo. Hey, Bo. To make a long story short. And they were never, no, never short no. stories. And when it, I go, I have a feeling this is probably going to be a good It's one. like you might as well go grab yep. another beer. Yep. And, Which, uh, you know, and enjoy yourself. And recap the ratio from the weekend let's see we got there we got there around 10 30 11 would you say friday morning about 10 10:30, yeah. yeah i think i had my first one at 12 30 i remember that specifically because barry looked at his watch he goes hey it's 12 30 all right and i was going before he was he had three in already so before before we even went and had lunch rich had a six pack down oh and yeah I, and i had two. Oh yeah the uh, the two or I should say the three and four to one ratio definitely standed true yeah even down in South Carolina oh so I mean I don't he he outdrank me which you know what I don't hey I don't it is what it is but hey on the way home we did pick up some uh, some moonshine so we right got here. we do got some old smoky moonshine we, we got some moonshine so we, definitely so we stopped at this place and more ying liquor barn the liquor barn. Tom comes strolling through, and Tom's got himself two cases of Yingling Light, which is, which is a personal favorite around the speakeasy. Mm-hmm. We're not going to lie. Uh, so he's like, you know what? We need a couple cases. We'll get a couple cases because we're uh, we're waiting on our next uh, our next keg for the uh, for the kegerator. And uh, he throws them up on the counter, and all I heard, all, and I was standing behind Tom. I heard was ringing. Tom's like, "What?" I, I look what? at I look at this woman, and I'm like. What? Huh? Huh? Cute, cute. Huh? And then I look at. There's a woman next to her, and <laughs> she looks at me, and she knows exactly what I'm thinking. And she says, "Are those yours?" And she's pointing to the cases on the counter. I'm, and I said, 
Oh. Oh, yeah, they're mine. Never would have guessed in a million no, years that never. that's what was coming out of her mouth. Nope. Um, but yeah, needless to say, uh, I needed a translator. <laughs> no, it was. Uh, it, we were in. Well, were we in, still in Tennessee? Yeah, we were in Tennessee or Northern Kentucky. Nope, Tennessee, just north of Knoxville. Oh man, I'm telling it was, you. It, uh, so when you envision the liquor it was, barn, it was po- it was it was definitely Poduck. It was it was really no, I think it was Kentucky because no, it was by the. I'm telling you right now, it's not. It was gi- by nope. the uh, the giant cross by the uh, the the. Gentleman Club. That that's in Knoxville. That's northern Knoxville. Oh, I thought it was northern Tennessee. No. Oh well. You got your gentleman's club uh <laughs> no, reversed a little bit. No. But so, then again, what's the difference between northern Kentucky and southern Tennessee? Not not a whole lot. Not much. Not a whole lot. So I mean, us being in the car all day on Thursday, it, it kind of uh it kind of um uh limited our uh, action to watch some uh uh some college basketball. But man, what a what a hell of a weekend. I, I can't recall ever in my uh, days of watching the tournament, I have never seen a, 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 a tournament to where every single bracket and every single uh, website, ESPN, um, CBS Sports, Yahoo, all of them busted second, second, day. second day. Second day. I've never done. seen that. I've, you know, there's usually an upset or two that you can, you know, you can pretty much guarantee every year, but this was ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, and it started, it started Friday mm-hmm. with, um, the fighting, uh, Andrew Latins of Ohio state, uh, going down to, to the, uh, oral. <laughs> and, uh, so somebody, um, posted on, on the tweet machine. Uh, who had Oral Roberts beating Ohio State? And, and my comment was some girl who dated a, a guy named Robert that gave good oral. Yeah, could have been. Uh, ain't no freaking way in hell anybody took the uh, – I don't even know what the hell their, their moniker is. Are they the Ramblers or I, who knows? I've, who knows? Needless to say. All I know is they beat the, uh, the suck guys. They beat they beat Ohio State and and I know there's a couple of our listeners that uh, were none too pleased about that for sure. Yeah, and Drew had chimed in. He's already uh, pulling for the Knowles to take that Ooh, one over. I will get the the center going up against uh, the the Wolverines here. Ooh, ooh, Damn, on the wall. Oh boy. Oh well. <laughs> of course, it happens now. But yeah, whatever. big deal. So, but yeah, I mean, uh, so you review it here. Uh, ten Big Ten teams entered the tournament. One survived. Yeah, and uh, you know what? And I'll be honest with you, the you know Michigan. I mean, it was dicey at at periods of time uh, in the game yesterday. Ugh. Very dicey. It just seemed like, um, you know, and everybody always says, you know, a team you want them to go hot into the tournament. Well, mm. well they Michigan was hot all year long until they hit. Well. And then when they came back after, and they played the one game after their uh, COVID uh, time off, they played one game one, and then they and then they lost. Well, they won three out of COVID, and yeah. then and then played. They played Ohio. No, they beat Ohio State. Who'd they lose to? Oh, they lost to Michigan State. Yeah, and then they lost to Illinois. So they kind of they kind of hobbled in to the tournament. Yeah, but um. So it was really interesting to see how they were going to adjust, especially knowing that Livers, you know, at least the first couple of rounds was not going to be there. But, um, you know, they played uh, North Texas the first round, which, you know, they, they pretty much handled that one. But then last night they played LSU, and LSU gave them everything they could handle uh, early on, they were just hitting everything, and and uh, you know, it, it, again, Michigan starts off slow. They always and, do, and they get a they get a uh, they get behind early, and they go into the halftime up by one, and they come out the second half slow. Start slow, and you know, till about the ten minute mark, it, it just they were out of out of whack. It seemed, you know, even what I was able to see, and and. Uh, Tyrion Lannister, aka Mike Smith. Uh I just 
I don't know. It, it is is it his That's inexperience one. in the in the postseason? But I just uh, you know he led them in scoring in the first game. He made a lot of bonehead plays. Yeah, uh, a lot of bonehead shots. He jacking up threes, airballing it. it we, Michigan needs him to distribute. Uh, be the floor general. Uh, there's too many scores on the floor for him to worry about getting those unnecessary shots. And and so you you take the bench in the, the game last night. Shondi Shondi Brown, 21 points off yeah, the bench. That's you'll never see him in points. By the scored rest zero points in the first game. Uh, he's very streaky. Uh, and Eli Brooks was he's he's been their X factor. And and you know I mentioned this a couple of weeks ago on the broadcast that. If they're going to go far, it's it's going to be Eli Brooks uh, leading the way. He's he's the guy that uh, he can he can score in in many different ways. He can he can uh, drive to the hoop. He can put up a three, and he plays great defense. So you know those it, guys came through. You know, and, the thing, and you know you know during our course of watching the game yesterday and listening to it on the way on the way uh, on the way back, you know you were you were like. Screaming in the car, why aren't so, they? Why aren't they giving it to Hunter? Why aren't they giving it to Hunter? Dude, he had a double double last night. I mean, so I mean, it's not, I mean, it's not terrible, but you know, I I guess we're so used to the season where they're feeding the ball and he's scoring points yeah. to where now. Well, I just think his size seven two. There there aren't many centers out there that can cover him, and there was a lot of times where he was he was empty under the under the basket, and they settled for. Uh, a lower percentage shots and, and they were missing, but they hit that 10 minute mark and hit, I think they hit about two or three threes in a row that put them over. The, and then they just, you know, excelled from there. And obviously everyone knows the, the end, but um, JDC's chime in. He says that um, he hears livers might play. Uh, I, my theory has been they get to the second weekend that he's going to play because he's been with the team. Yep. He's been bubbled. So I mean, and that was a, at length discussion that you and I had. Mm-hmm. And I think we're both in agreement for yeah. sure that if he wasn't going to play, he wouldn't be there. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a sacrifice you know, for these kids to be pretty much cooped up in their hotel room getting and shitty food, terrible food <laughs> and, and, and expecting them to stay put basically. And, you since, know. and since we're talking about stuff that was shitty, mm. I, I'm all for, uh, equality when it comes to sports, whether you're a, a male or female, you should be both given the same opportunity in that fucking weight room oh. that they gave the girls basketball team. I'm going to say right now, I have three kettleballs in my house and that's the equivalent to yep. what they gave. That's just bullshit. The NCAA should be ashamed of themselves. And I mean, they, to themselves on many different levels yeah, but specifically this level in this day and age to where you know equality is i mean they wear it on their jerseys and it does just doesn't mean uh race relations it, it's got to mean men and uh, women and men it's everything and when you take a snapshot of the men's workout facilities that they that they placed in these conference centers in these hotel rooms i mean you're talking at uh you know a five-star uh, equipment, top of the line, lots of room, lots of machines. And then you flip flip over to the, the female side. It looked like they gave them a corner in the back kitchen, which was a, a stack of dumbbells yeah. and, a, and a mat. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's disgusting. And shame on the NCAA. And one of the things about social media that actually is a good thing is it went viral, and it went viral quick. Yep. And – there was uh, businesses like the Tonal that have that uh, digital weight, like the mirror type thing. Yep. They ended up donating 10 uh, virtual gyms to the, the women's uh, programs so they'd have access. And then, lo and behold, boom, the NCAA comes up with these fantastic men-like facilities in the hotel. And, and it just – it's it should never get to that point. It's shitty. It should never get to somebody – almost calling out the NCAA and, and, and that's and, really what it was. Yeah. And the NBA players and both NBA and WNBA and other sports chimed in and, and as they should have, and, and they got the job done. And, but yeah, I mean, the NCAA, they, they have, they always talk about diversity training and things that they're the ones that need the most diversity. They failed, they fumbled and, and good for people looking out for, for them. 
All right. So now that we got that off our chest, because that was a big issue that no yeah. one, I mean, we, yeah. we spent 12 hours. I'm glad you brought that up. We, that spent, wasn't... we spent 12 hours in the car. Yeah. I, that, that things that we talked about, and we kind of. I didn't put it on the notes. You know, and it was, I'm glad you brought it up. You know, and here's my thing is, do you think after Michigan State's exit in the, uh, the play-in game, do you think, do you think Izzo has lost his, uh, his luster magic when it comes to, I mean, granted, I mean, he has always, uh, you know, and here's the thing. It was funny because everybody goes, oh, it's January. All right. It's January, February, Izzo. Izzo. Realistically, it's not, you know, and he's a good coach. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, we're going to give him that. Yeah. He's a good coach. Is he a great coach? No. If you and that was the big topic of debate between uh, you and I. And I don't even say it was a debate. I think we both came to the same conclusion that it's like he won one national championship, but he's always competed. Mm -hmm. Always competed. You know what? You can always you can make it there, but you don't get there. That doesn't make you a great. coach. It makes you a good coach. Sure. It's not going to make you a great coach. You had one. You've won one national one. championship. Big Ten only has one since uh, two thousand. One. You, you've won one national championship. Yeah, and, and that was the year uh, Matt Ishbia was uh, was uh, on the team. That's that's two. I didn't say no. No, it doesn't. No, that no. doesn't count. Yeah, it does. No, it does count. <laughs> get your forty who, bucks out. Who? Uh, get your forty bucks out. <laughs> who uh, might be a little uh, hot still? It's the, uh, the fighting uh, uh, rocket mortgagers. Yeah, no, you go ahead and the say Michigan it. State fighting rocket mortgagers. He's fighting it. <laughs> he's fighting it. Yeah, he's fighting it. Um, but no, uh, do I think he's a bad coach? No. Do I think he's a good coach? Sure. Do I think he might be a little out of touch with today's generation? I, I think he is. Yeah, and and it it, it showed. This season, I, I was just waiting for him to have a coordinator on the court. Yeah, his anger level was more than I've ever seen. I mean, I mean, would we say it's anger or do we say it's passion? Maybe a little of both, um, which could come into the fact that he's not his players aren't responding to him. No, and and clearly, Gabe Brown walking off the court in the first half against UCLA there on Thursday. When Izzo, which in my in my book was a bit too aggressive, uh, with when there's there's eyes watching, there's cameras everywhere. He grabbed, yeah. he grabbed him up, and and I'm surprised you haven't heard any more of that. The only way I can say is, um, it's Tom Izzo. That's probably why you haven't heard anything. But yeah. he snatched him up, and Gabe Brown was like, "Get your fucking hands off me!" Yeah, and do I? agree with Gabe Brown on that one? I don't know. I think it, it all could have been handled differently, but I think that one, that one flash was the season in a nutshell. Like you're not listening, get over here. And they get, Nope. I ain't listening to you. Yeah. I think he, I, I think he, he might've he lost, lost the locker room. I think he, he lost the locker room. And you know what? They had a lead in the first half and they came out in the second half Flat as a pancake. So let's go on to some other upsets. Ohio State losing to Oral Roberts, we talked about. Mm -hmm. I, I'm super excited about them losing just because it's the suck eyes. <laughs> uh, and then Oral Roberts went on to beat Florida. Yeah, Florida. So they're still, so they're, they're still they're dancing. Still in, they're in the Sweet 16. They got their Cinderella You know, Oregon on. State took out uh, Tennessee. Uh, North Texas uh, takes out Purdue. Ohio over Virginia. Yeah. The, the defending... Tournament champions, yeah, one and done. Yep, one and done. Uh, Abilene Christian yep. over Texas. Yep, which was a of uh, short shorts, and uh, the 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 Christians ended up winning winning <laughs> the, that one. The battle of short shorts, <laughs> but they were able to uh, come through and win in the second round. But beating Texas, which which I might add, Texas goes out and gets Shock Smart from Virginia Commonwealth. And one thing with Shock Smart, he always had a shaved head. He goes to Texas. He grows his hair. Is it done a damn thing? Yeah. So I'm blaming Chuck Smart's hair for their <laughs> for their um, uh, lackluster performance in the last couple of years that he's been there. USC over Kansas. USC Kansas their worst loss yep. in like 20 years in the tournament. But th then again, that's Bill Self 
who, you know, he's he's had a hell of a Hall of Fame career, but he's also lost yeah. some really bad games in the tournament early on. So oh, I think yeah. that'll always be on his track record for somebody that just, you know, yeah, he won, but he lost a lot. Too. Yeah, he did. He and lost then, a lot too. And then the one that brings me the most joy, and I'm sure it brings you just the most amount of joy, is Loyola Chicago whipping that ass. Oh, Illinois. Man. The fighting sister jeans come through, and thanks to Farva, thanks to Farva. Yeah, Farva. Fucking leader of cola, <laughs> destroying Cockburn under. Oh, yeah. Uh, the cola beats the cock yep. in this situation. Man, did those fight. Uh, but to take a step back, number one defense in the country. Cor- correct. So, eight seed. So, I think their seeding was fitting. And, you know, I don't think it's as big of an upset as, as Oral Roberts beating Ohio State. But um, it's pretty awesome. And for them to do what they they did a couple years ago, to, to do it again, Sister Jean's there years old i saw a thing on twitter that said uh they believe sister jean's alive they think it's like a weekend at bernie's type of thing they're just wheeling around yeah so but um yeah that's awesome and and that's madness is all about yep is you just any never know any day anybody could and this year was definitely definitely the case but yeah uh we have a really good picture of uh farva and if anybody doesn't know who we're talking about, Farva, check out Super Troopers. Um, uh, it's a movie. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, the 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 starting center, who is Cameron uh, Crutwig, is uh, Farva's So Oh, yeah, 100%. He, uh, but he uh, he definitely looks like he should be playing left tackle. Oh, he, uh, Not center yeah. on the basketball court, but he, he had – Cockburn could not uh, – he couldn't do it answer. Anywhere. He yeah, was he hitting everything, and man, they were they were pumped up. I think you know, Chicago and then Illinois. So there was there were some in-state bragging rights, and oh, and uh, us uh, fans of of the man who definitely were enjoying what we were seeing. Yeah, and the reason why I think we seeing, I, I think the reason why we got so much joy out of it was is because you know, you know, Michigan won the Big Ten regular season. regular season, yeah. which that's it. I mean that that's. You get a banner for it. You sure. get a Big Ten champions. You don't they, get. They'll get, ten, a, they'll get a tournament. Banner, they'll get a tournament banner. But, but for them to come out and say that they were the then, regular and, season champions because they played more games. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. Yeah. You know. Well, who's, it, who's going to the uh, third round? Yeah. Exactly. In the in the one tournament that matters. Yeah. Exactly. You're not. You know. If you're, if you want, go to the NIT. Right. So, uh, Team Thug, Illinois, uh, going home. Yeah. So they're going home. So we've we've got the Sweet Six set. So we got Florida State, Michigan, and number one and number four, Sunday at five. Uh, we got the Gonzaga and Creighton, or Creighton. Which Creighton is uh, they're good. They're they're the team you got to watch out for. Yeah. They can shoot. They can defend. They're going to give Gonzaga a, a, a battle, even though Gonzaga's giving thirteen and a half. I, I'd be interesting to see that number drop. We got the uh, UCLA. Uh, that'll be a good one. USC, Oregon. That should be. Pac-12, uh, look there. Uh, then we got uh, eight in uh, Loyola, which I'm going to take Loyola on that one. You might as well just ride the hot hand, right? Yeah, I mean, if, if for there was there was a team to get the draw, they were pretty lucky to get Oregon State. Yeah, even though they came in hot. So you got you got Baylor, Villanova. That's going to be a that's going to be a really that's going to be a, game. yeah. And then we got uh, Arkansas or Roberts, and then we got. Uh, Houston and Syracuse playing, so we got definitely, uh, definitely a, a hell of a weekend at these, the. These, uh, these games are pretty evenly matched, and and if it's anything like we saw last weekend, mm-hmm. uh, get ready. Oh get, yeah, I mean, as, I agree as with Terrell you. Owens would say, popcorn ready because it, um, it's going to be fun. Exactly, it is definitely going to be fun. And on top of. The NCAA action, we're going to have uh, UFC 261, I believe. I think it's 261. Okay. Uh, so lots of awesome I just, sports. I just show up, everybody. I show up. Yeah. Which um, I, pay, I pay my dues. Anybody uh, out there watching, listening, uh, Speakeasy's open for business Saturday night for the big UFC. So come on out.
And then, uh, so, uh, you know, let's move on to the Detroit Lions for a little bit. Jared Goff had his, uh, had his presser and, uh, you know, everybody is, uh, everybody's on the, uh, the fence, I guess, if you want to say on whether or not he's the future or if he's just a stopgap till they get the next one. I, I personally enjoyed his, uh, his presser. Uh, I think he answered everything honestly and truthfully about how he feels. Um, he did doesn't feel that the uh, the moves that are being made by Brad Holmes and CDC are uh, a rebuild. A rebuild. It's more of just kind of a retooling. Mm-hmm. I, it, okay. I mean, you know, hey, and I'm you know I'm with it on that one. You know, and uh, it was nice because there was a uh, there was an interview with. Uh, trying to think i think it was like carson anderson or something like that they had goff on there and he was talking about the the uh brockers uh mm. comment that he made when stafford got traded saying Level they, they leveled up and stuff like that and they've uh they've since uh kissed and made up on that one for sure yeah brockers was being interviewed by tmz and yeah. asked about it and he said they've leveled up but yeah. um i really like the fact that he immediately to golf to say, yep. hey man, I, I, I don't mean any ill will. There, yeah, there was it no. Was basically, there was pumping no, up. Yeah, there was no disrespect. I wasn't playing on getting booted from. It was more of trying to pump up the fan, yeah, base. fan base, and uh, to a man that, in knowing that you're gonna have to face this guy, and and you know, I think Every that, that was a, that was a, that was a classy move. Oh yeah, that, for that, sure. that he was able to do, and and Michael Brockers is is gonna be a, a huge piece of this puzzle, and. And no, he's not lining up against uh, next to Aaron Donald, but with some guys that they have there, I mean, he could be a number one. And- that's a different. He, he he could be a difference maker. Sure, and that's why seventh round pick. So I'm kind of a real in, real in two I mean, years. I mean, but realistically, when they you got look, him for free, they got him for free. And, him and for realistically, free. Um, I don't see how that could go wrong. I mean, no. the, in, in the in the issue with the Lions right now. They need on that defensive side of the ball. They need depth, yep. and so they need a they need a linebacking core. They yep. need they need more depth on the mm-hmm. on the on the defensive. Yeah, you know, keep guys fresh and healthy. Rotate them in and out. That's what they need. Um, I, I'm cautiously optimistic yeah, about I am it too. I am too for the simple fact they're making all the right moves. I, I they, am too. It, it's almost like they've gone back and listened to the last ten. 10, 15 years of Detroit sports radio. Uh, what do the Lions need? And, and it seems like they're they're pushing all the right buttons right now. And from top to bottom. And I, I got to I got to tell you, I watched the Jamal Williams presser today. He's going to be fun to watch. That that kid who we're getting from Green Bay. Um, he's got a bit of a chip on his shoulder too, yeah. just like golf. And and I think our backfield is is shaping up to be uh top 10 maybe in the NFL. Yeah. As long as there could be some, um, you know, polls that they, they develop from the, the offensive line, but yeah. uh, Jamal Williams and uh, Swift in a Anthony Lynn run offense, they're going to be catching the ball, of the backfield. Yes. And when you have uh, TJ hippie Hawkins uh, son uh, right there, that's a difference maker. I, I, I like you, I, you know, I don't want to eat the drink the Kool-Aid right now, yeah. but I mean, eight and eight is, is realistic. And, and oh, in the first season, I'd be happy with an eight and eight in the first season. Oh, this town would go crazy. Just if they as, went eight and eight, just as long as they, um, as long as they keep making the moves to get better. Sure. Definitely. I'm, yep. I'm, I mean, I'm all for it. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, one guys who, who decided not to pick up a, or, you know, they didn't franchise tag him, whatever, but they offered him a quite a bit amount of money to, um, to stay here. And he said pretty much now, nah, I, th- I think I want a fresh start. And, uh, you know, Kenny Galladay, um, you know, the, he got, uh, I want to say it was like 46 mil- or $76 million, but only 40 is guaranteed over a four year deal. Um, I, you know what? My personal opinion, I got nothing against the guy. I hope that he, um, I hope that he lives up to that, to that contract. I really, I hope he goes and gets his money. I hope mm-hmm. he stays healthy. He catches, uh, you know, he catches 80 balls a year. I mean, I, I mean, I really hope that 
that's what happens. I hope he catches 80 balls, gets over a thousand, catches about 10 touchdowns a year, stays healthy. Um, you know, and a lot of people are going on and saying that, you know, is this, uh, uh, is, is he going to be the guy who's going to make or break, uh, quarterback situation in, uh, in, uh, New York, if you're depending on Kenny Galladay and it's saying, well, could this be the, you know, the make or break season for him for Dan- uh, Danny Dimes? Well, to me, it's not, Dan- it's, it's not Kenny Galladay. No, it's, it, it's Saquon Barkley. Yep, he's got to stay on Two years, two season-ending injuries. He has to stay healthy. Mm-hmm. But on paper, you have uh, Slayton, you have Shepard. Now you have Galladay as your receiver core. Yep. Uh, Ingram at tight end. Yep. If Barkley stays healthy, that gives Danny Dimes that, that more uh, weapons for them to succeed. They've made some moves on defense. So New York spent a lot of money in this offseason, and they spent a lot of money on on Galladay hoping that he's going to be the difference maker. Well, they spent a lot of money on the offense because, I mean, let's face it. I mean, it's going to be – it, it will be a make-or-break season for – Their defense was, was you yeah, know, defense was, was good. pretty good last year, and they've made some additions this year exactly. that are going to, you know, keep them moving forward. So, again, it, it – bar- thing and if, if Barkley's gone they're they're not going anywhere so I mean it's it's a lot like Detroit I think New York is a lot like Detroit in the sense where you know they have on paper they look pretty good we'll see what happens and and he's got four years yeah to see you know if he's worth it but you know 40 years out of 40 out of the 72 guaranteed that number is interesting because usually the guaranteed number is pretty close to the overall it's, you know what, though, I bet you that is a way for them to keep it because it's all incentive based. So they did it structured it that way because it probably gives them a little more uh, flexibility, gives them a little more flexibility to move, move in on other players. Yeah. So, you know, I, you know what? I wish the guy the best. You I'm know? glad he's not in our division. No, no. That, I, that's, yeah. Well, he I mean, was he was in Chicago. Yeah. You know, and. Wow. Uh, can you imagine if they signed him and had Alvin Robinson at the same time? Alan Robinson. Alan yeah. Robinson. I keep saying he got Alvin. the the red rocket throwing. Yeah. Oh boy, the the Lions would really make him look good. Yeah, no shit. And so for, with that, we move on to uh, Deshaun Watson. So months ago, he pretty much comes out and says, "I'm not playing for you. Trade me. I'm not playing for you." And I don't disagree with. No, it, his reasoning with, with, with his reasoning behind that is whatever. But, you know, now it has come out. I think it's up to 16 now. I think it's up to 16 women have made allegations against him for inappropriate sexual conduct. And, I, and now here's the thing is he's fighting it. Somebody they wanted a, a, a six figure settlement, you know, out of the whole deal, whatever, for it to go away. He says, no, I didn't do anything. I mm-hmm. want to clear my name. Here's my thing. If he did it, hang him. Oh, absolutely. Fucking burn him. Yep. If he didn't do it, find out why mm-hmm. this came. And it came out in, you know, if I'm not mistaken, that you know, everybody I've heard said that, you know, the the the, the attorney that is representing these women uh, happens to be a, a, a neighbor or a friend of the owner or mm-hmm. the general manager. You know, something like that. Whether it's whether it's true, yes or no, I'm I don't know. I can't speak on that behalf because I mean I don't live in Texas and I don't really follow the Texans that bad. Mm-hmm. But you know how ironic that you have all this come out a settlement. They try to get a settlement out of them, and then you you have you have all this going on, and you know, like in I in the said, midst of a, a locker room, you know, controversy. New coach, new GM. He yeah. clearly doesn't want to play there. So I guess the one thing we talked about was did the Texans maybe uh, start the rumor mill? Uh, you know, did but, they push this into a direction to make it um, to make it where beneficial they, for them? Like the only team that I mean. The early day because they are, they came out and said they're not going to get rid of him. They're not going to trade him. George chimed in and said his career. And you know what? And I tell you right now, it, it pretty much is. It, it yeah, because well, I should well, I shouldn't say that. His career is not over. It's on pause right now. It's on pause because he already 
he already said, I am not playing for the Texans. So the Texans aren't going to, he's not going to play for the Texans, but they made it seem like now with everything, uh, the pending, uh, you know, and it's a civil suit. It's not criminal. It's yeah. a civil. So he, he has never been charged. He's no. never been like that. It's all alleged and it's in a civil suit. Here's my problem. Thanks, George. And if it turned out and I agree, obviously if, if, if he's a, he's a, serial predator as he's being uh labeled to be by these does the latest uh alleged victim then yeah he needs to go he needs to be locked up and be put away yeah but my biggest problem with this is if there's 14 if there's 16 and this is happening why weren't they speaking up before why why does it take something like this for for them to say oh yeah i this happened to me and here's my other problem their stories are all the same yeah i mean even down to the the verbiage so do i think they're 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 lying and and trying to get a money grab i don't know it 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 seems a bit fishy to me uh, on the outside looking in i i don't like the fact that it took one to get the ball rolling if that is the case i really wish that if if he was up to no good and and doing some of the things that he's been you know of, you need to speak up. Yeah. If it, if he's doing some of the things that they're saying, then then it has to be told. And and for other women out there, if there's something going on like that, you got to speak up. You can't wait till you know more than one. I know strength in numbers, but my goodness, if if, if that turns out to be the case, that that it's just a group of women that are trying to get a money grab, then then they need to be held accountable yeah so this is a story that's not going to go away anytime soon i don't believe uh whether deshaun watts watson wants to or not i don't think he's playing in this season because he's going to be caught up in legal issues that it's going to go for a while unless unless the the courts move through uh and they have evidence and that's the thing is there video evidence is there and one of them said um that uh he said don't talk about this that um, she was going to sign an NDA, but then reached out to him recently on Instagram saying, you know, acting like nothing ever happened. That kind of led me to think that, I don't know about that. Yeah. That seems a little weird to me, but you who know, knows? And, and, the, and, the, and the thing with that is, is you know, I, I hope that, uh, you know, if it's true, the appropriate measures are taken, meaning that there George. is an investigation behind it. Did you read George? I did. Comments? I did. George. Oh, you know, George. you know, I, you know, and I, I, uh, you know, and I, I, I agree that you know something needed to be needs to be done, that they need to be uh, held accountable. You know, and I think there should be a, um, you know, you know, a, I, my personal opinion, if it is is what it is, and if it's went so many years, a statute of limitations, and it needs to be a criminal case. And well, he's being investigated well, by a some DA. of them were as like last month. Exactly. Yeah. And, and, you know, so that needs to be turned year. over. That needs to be turned over. That needs to be investigated. Um, they need to go through the proper channels instead of somebody trying to, like you said, like kind of like a money. You know what? I'll tell you right now, if he did it, hang him. Yeah. Oh, if he, I am a guy. I might use a different word not, I'm or, not gonna, or a I'm phrase. Not, okay. I'm not going to say hang him. <laughs> but, but, but you know what, though? It, he's he's got to go. Punish him to the full mm-hmm. extent of the law. Anybody. It doesn't matter who you are. Yeah. If you do what he's alleged to have done, yeah, I'm sorry. There's a special place in hell for you, and uh, hopefully you'll uh, get there. So, um, so George, know. so George, type in. I said, in all seriousness, think of someone who was suspended a year and comes back to play in the NFL. Doesn't happen. No. Look at Ray Rice. Yeah. Ray Rice. You know, the only guy I can see that from is was was Michael Vick. Michael well, Vick came back. Well, um, Cream Hunt came yeah, back. Cream Hunt did too. But Ray Rice was a Pro Bowl running back. You know, he was the one of the face of the the Baltimore Ravens, and yeah. and he cold cocked his wife, which I don't condone that. But there's two sides to every story. Well, there's like she these, was. There's three sides. There her her, her story, side, his side, story, and, and the, the truth. truth. But she was, you know, she was giving him the business. She was beating up on him. And when you throw alcohol in the mix and as a professional athlete, you have to be aware of your surroundings 24-7. You have to learn to restrain yourself. Absolutely. And if you have an issue with alcohol and you might go off on a woman, yeah, don't drink alcohol. 
So, uh, you know, George chimed in and stuff like that. George just sent me a text earlier today that uh, his parents were diagnosed with uh, COVID. Oh, they are uh, they're up north isolating in their place up north and stuff like that. So prayers to the Jackson yeah, family on, uh, on, a, on a full recovery. Yep. And hopefully everything is uh, is going to be good and uh, cope aesthetic with that with them. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, George is speaking on behalf of George or whatever. We get the uh, we get to do another uh, off center podcast with them on Thursday night, which uh, I'm really looking forward to uh, some ideas bounce around between uh, you know, Pat, George, and myself, and I'm really excited to help launch that launch that podcast out and, uh, you know, make it the best it can. And uh, it, last check, the first episode had like over 400 views, and yeah, it, it it's awesome. Those yeah. guys know what they're doing; they know what they're talking about. And uh, you know, we we ducked a few places looking for cards while we were down there, and they couldn't uh, find a god. There was crap. nothing. There was couldn't. nothing. The damn card. So clearly the, the sports card thing is real. And if you or anyone you know that is into sports cards, check them out. Yeah, Thursday at what was it? Did he say it was gonna be uh it might be, I don't know, eight, eight thirty. Yeah. So definitely check it out. But check them out. You know, you can check out you can subscribe to their Facebook page, the the OC off center mm-hmm. uh, sports page. So anyway, moving on, moving on, moving on. So the uh the new rules for the uh, NHL draft lottery and I you know what I love it I love it because our beloved Red Wings have been absolutely boned by this yep. you know and now I, I believe me I was on Twitter today once everything came out and said oh this this that oh because the Rangers got two high picks two years in a row blah 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 well the Rangers were in the playoff bubble they should have never. The NHL dropped the ball or the puck in this situation. No. How do you give a team that is in the mix an opportunity? Two teams. Yeah, to get the number one pick, who just so happened to be uh, Lafreniere, who is going to be a generational type player. I, you know, well, and then as Quint, it stood. Well, then in Quentin Blyfield too, he was sure. number two pick overall. And and you give him the op- them the opportunity to draft him, and they get the first pick. Tim Stussel, he was the, he was the third pick, and he's playing right now. We got Lucas Raymond, who's playing over in Sweden, got injured. Now he's going to mm-hmm. have surgery. Yep. I, I'm you know I'm really baffled by those, pre- but you know I'm kind of excited to see how how those rules are going to um, uh, how they're going to really help and and hopefully it's bring just, some parity to the to the lottery process. And this this goes to, even with the NBA. It, it is asinine to think that you could be the worst team in the NBA and you might have the pick. Yeah. I mean, the whole point of losing is having an opportunity to draft the best player available. You, it, the lottery system, the Sixers did it. The lottery system is bullshit. I don't care. You can't, you can't, you can't tell me otherwise. You're not going to get a disagreement. No, because it's just, it, 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 it's, it's ass backwards to think that. You know, you have the you you have a team with you know no talent, or you just have a whole lot of money, and you're going to get screwed. And the Wings got screwed. So did the Senators, even yeah, though they, the Senators had two top ten picks. But yeah, this is going to allow the lowest pick to they they won't be able to draft any lower than third. Yeah. Which to me, I still think that's stupid. But I, I don't yeah. know. You know, if you think about like at previous drafts or whatever, look how many years the uh, the Edmonton Oilers drafted you know, look, yeah. in the top three. And look at I mean. Look where they're at now. Exactly. I mean, you know, you look at Sabres. The Sabres had high picks too. Yeah, um, <laughs> so you know, but they're a, they even though they had high pick, they're they're an absolute disaster organization. Right, right now, now they are. Yeah. Yeah. They got all the talent in the world, and and they just don't know what to do with it. Edmonton was like that too for oh yeah a couple of years, and even now they're you know they they not, might they might score six goals. Not, don't talk about that. They're going to give up seven. So there's but they're in the mix. They're right now they're in the playoffs, but. Oh, George um, says, my guess is ESPN had a lot to play in that rule change. Well, it might be. God, I hope so. Yep. God bless you, ESPN. There's a, there's a petition going out right now to uh, have Gary Thorne. As it should uh, be. And uh, I think ESPN has listened to the fans. They have uh, already confirmed that the hockey music is coming back. That, that's a done deal. And so I do believe that Gary Thorne will be back should he to me the golden era of hockey as you know you guys like to say the 90s he was the voice of it oh yeah when when you heard him call a game it yep i mean there's not too many 
play-by-play announcers that you you know you got you, this is a game yep. and uh, it's an event. I agree. To hear his voice, um, those those legendary calls. Yeah, uh, it's just I do believe ESPN, who is infamous doing the right thing, they're going to do the right thing in this regard because the people want it and it's going to drive up ratings. So I do think they're uh, they're going to move forward with that. Hopefully, we'll hear about that soon. Yeah, and then uh, a little bit non-sport related. Yeah, not sport related. So, um, actually, um, I went today uh, and logged in uh, and uh, tried to – well, I did. I registered to get my uh, COVID vaccine. Mm-hmm. So, hopefully, I'll get a text message here. We got registered yesterday. In the, in the next couple of days, I'll get a, a link saying I can sign up for a particular day. And uh, and go and take care. But if there's anybody out there that are thinking, eh, I'm not going to get the vaccine. Eh, I'm not. You know what? I might drink a case of beer a day. I might smoke two to three packs of cigarettes a day. But God darn it. Nope. You ain't putting that needle in my arm. You ain't going to put those microchips in my arm. Um, <laughs> yeah, I like that. It's here's, a microchip. Here's a. Something that might change your mind. Hey, listen, if you're a smoker, Mm -hmm. if you eat unhealthy, Mm -hmm. you drink a case of beer a day, Mm -hmm. well, fuck, you might as well get some Krispy Kremes out of it too, right? Fuck yeah, a right, amen, brother. Amen, brother. You might as well. (laughs) You know, so, you know, it was funny. So, you know, Krispy Kreme came out and said, hey, listen, we will give you a free donut every day for the rest of your life if you've been vaccinated. Let me tell you something. The thought of eating a Krispy Kreme donut at any point in my life makes my, t- <laughs> how often is are they going to go through red bulbs on that, on that sign? Yeah. I mean, I don't know how they're going to do it. I mean, if, if realistically people say, well, you know what? Screw that. I can go drive down. Uh, I could go, <laughs> go drive down Southfield road in, in Allen park, Michigan and see the red light on. I'll just pull in and get it and get a, and get a donut for free. Just make sure you're not going over the speed limit. Cause those sons of bitches will get you. Oh yeah. Uh, George, do the COVID vaccine on the podcast. I'll administer it. <laughs> hey, you know what? I'll tell you right now. If I do it and you do it, I'll let you do it. Fair enough. I'm not. I'm not sure if the uh, Michigan Department of Health would, uh, um, would be, be okay with that. I know George would probably sanitize the the needles with Fireball. Oh, and um, there's no question that ev- everything will be okay. George is. Uh, I mean, <laughs> he's one that. Um, is is comfortable with the fireball, except for there to was, a certain point. There was an executive order that was placed at on his auctions that oh. it had to be a hundred or more for the uh, fireball shot. So uh, <laughs> that was uh, his way of um, protecting his liver's interest. <laughs> his liver, I think the liver, uh, uh, <laughs> his liver uh, decided that for him. <laughs> So I mean, real. I mean, realistically, I, I I'm sorry, but a, a fuck. A, I mean, I'm gonna get it because I want to get it. A a donut's not gonna entice no, me to, uh-uh. to, to go no. get the vaccine. Being able to get on an airplane or go into sporting events, which uh, it, you know, I, I think it's gonna come down to, you know, are you vaccinated or you're not? You know, and it might come down to that. We don't know. I'm not taking my chances because best best believe I'm getting on an airplane at some point. No, for sure. I mean, we did fly last year, but um it's if it means travel then i'm gonna get it i just kind of responsible and being able to even though we're not supposed to be gathering without a mask on we do but now you can kind of feel somewhat somewhat comfortable uh doing so yeah for sure all right cool well hey uh i you know we'll be back on sunday with another episode of uh uh, some sports and other associated things. Hopefully we can get that video put together for, um, we're going to recap. We're going to recap what happened Saturday in the tournament. We'll talk, uh, UFC recap, the big, uh, pay-per-view, uh, Miocic fight. Uh, so there'll be lots to talk about. And, um, tentatively speaking, uh, the giant is, uh, supposed to be uh, joining us. So, oh, okay. And then, uh, Mr. Latin said he wants to sit on in. So is he actually going to sit in or is he yeah, going to sit off in the corner? Yeah. He was, uh, texting with me saying that he, he was looking forward to being on the show this weekend. So cool. We, uh, should have an action packed episode coming Sunday. Look for it. But uh, until then, uh, you guys have a great week and, uh, we look forward to 
seeing you Sunday. We are out. Yeah, have a good one, guys. Everybody be well and take care. Bye. Thank you for listening to another.